Hey there, what's up, gamers? It's me, the hidden third, I guess maybe fourth part of the MCU Thoughtcast. Um, anyway, hi, hello, it's Cam. Um, I'm here to do some Patreon producer shoutouts for you at the top of the show. I'm a big, dumb goofball and did not do this last episode. So I'm going to read every name twice and you have to deal with it. Are you ready? Great. Michael Robertson, Michael Robertson, Erica Scherer, Erica Scherer, Ruben Castillo, Ruben Castillo, Dion Thomas, Dion Thomas, Robert Fortner, Robert Fortner, Emily Lyon, Emily Lyon, Stephen Mayfield, Stephen Mayfield, Spence, Spence, FN Science Man, FN Science Man, Nancy Koenig, what's good mom, hi, hello, how are you, I know you listen to these shows, Nancy Koenig, Nene12715, Nene12715, Jet Set Spy, Jet Set Spy, Pillnock, a little pretentious to be a producer for your own show, I suppose. Pillnock. And Matt, a.k.a. Stormageddon. Matt, a.k.a. Stormageddon. Again, thank you all so much. If you would like to have your name read uh, poorly, probably by me, uh, patreon.com slash shows. Hit us up at the $7 Golden Skull tier. And uh, my, uh, my, my, my vocal cords will say your name. Anyway, enough of me rambling. Um, here's the show. Thanks, everybody. I, when he is trapped in the glass hallway mm-hmm. and they throw the smoke bombs in there and then we just see his human hand yes. smash up against the glass. That's a horror shot. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. And then start convulsing while the oh. windows are all foggy. Blech. My brain was like, it's giving Titanic. Really? When she... Oh. She and Jack are fucking in the oh. back of the car and it gets steamy and then oh, you just see a hand smack the glass. <laughs> I did not think about that. I'm always thinking about that. Hello, this is the MCU Thoughtcast, where we endeavor to watch all the entries in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm your host, Pilnock Pilnockerson. And I'm your host, Audrey Anderson. Today, we're talking about The Incredible Hulk from 2008. So Incredible. I'm going to pull up a quick synopsis here. The unfortunate thing about this, and I'm going to bitch about this a lot, is this one's not on Disney+. Plus. So I don't have like the same Disney $4. Plus. Four dollars. You, I, yeah, I, I paid four dollars to watch this. No, so no, I'm annoyed. That was me being annoyed, not mocking you about four dollars. Yeah, no, I that was- I, Universal, I think, is who has the streaming rights to this yeah. movie because this they're still figuring things out at this point. It seems like MCU wise, and it's been over a decade. Disney Plus doesn't want it, which I can't blame them, but the. <laughs> Hold syn- on, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. The synopsis on IMDb, I guess, is Oh yeah. Bruce Banner, a scientist on the run from the US government, must find a cure for the monster he turns into whenever he loses his temper. Okay. <laughs> Pilnock. Okay. Without any spoilers, what's your high level review? I 
forgot this movie existed because I'd never seen it before. And I just, there's not even gifts of it. Like this doesn't no. affect the cultural zeitgeist at all. No. Um, and I look forward to, in probably about a month, uh, forgetting this movie existed again. That's the thing too. Like thinking about like, I have some knowledge of most MCU movies because they are in the cultural zeitgeist. I see t- gifts of them on fucking Tumblr. Constantly. Constantly, like people talking about them around me because these movies have been out a lot of them for like a decade. So it's like, I'm not going to be like, don't spoil these movies that I may or may not watch someday. I've never heard anybody talk about this. I did not know what I was going into. Did you know Hulk's story at all going into this? Like, were you familiar with the character? I think I I knew his name was Bruce Banner. Nailed it. I was pretty confident that it was like a science experiment gone wrong, which yes, that is, that is the origin story. So Mm -hmm. going forward, uh, this is going to be our cutoff for zero spoilers. Uh, (laughs) This movie has been out since 2008. And also if you really want to watch it, you have to pay $4 for it. It's more than a decade. Fuck. That's so long ago. That's 14 years almost. Oh my God. This looks great for 14 years, to be honest. I disagree. But it's also, if you were going to watch this movie, I think you already would have. And if you do want to watch it, you have to pay four fucking dollars for it. Uh, I watched it. I rented it from YouTube. Oh, I did Amazon. My first, my first note is this movie is already not three, not worth $3.99. And I haven't even seen the Marvel logo yet. Uh, Yeah, I, (laughs) okay, let's Let's get into it. Okay. Yeah, I had no idea what, like, any plot or conflict or, like, whatever we're going to be. And I don't like, right off the bat, I did not like all of the exposition and all of the origin story just being crammed into the the opening credits. I was so confused because I thought, surely this must be a sequel. So my my thinking as I'm watching this is like, okay, is it going to be one of those things where they kind of, like, give you a preview of, like, what the movie is before they start the movie? Oh, like a Romeo and Juliet. I've seen some movies do that in the opening credits where they're like, here's a couple of shots coming up. Look forward to that. No, like it is his full origin story. And I think the reasoning for this is they had a Hulk movie in 2003, which yes. all things considered, that's not that long before this. There's also been plenty of previous Hulk movies that right. weren't in this not just the 2003 there's a series starring Lou Ferrigno thank you so much I was like I can't believe I forgot King Himbo's name great like cameo by Lou Ferrigno in this honestly the best character in King of Queens are you serious I'm oh is he the security guard yeah Okay, because I wrote down that security guard is unreasonably ripped. Who is this That's man? That's because it's Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Shit, that makes so much more sense. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. The joke for me is that I would not have known who Lou Ferrigno was if King of Queens wasn't constantly on the TV in my <laughs> house. Because yeah. he is a character in that show playing Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> oh, that's really good. It's really good. So like everybody that like he's like a neighbor character or something and everybody is just like, Lou Ferrigno, you're the Incredible Hulk. And he's like, yeah, I, I am. This. That's so cute. Okay, I love that. I was also like the security guards when I was in college were like some 90 pound girl who just volunteered for the weekend. Yeah. So why is the security guard on this campus? They were other Lou college students. Ferrigno. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay, sorry, go on. I'm, I'm assuming it's because they had just had that movie and they were like, well, it's only been five years. We can't just do a different movie just so it can be shoehorned into the MCU because they're like planning for all of these other things. And I think like that was part of the conditions for Marvel Studios to be able to do it. So I think the 2003 movie was probably the origin story. And so this takes place after all of that. And there's an assumption that you already know it. But I did not Yeah. 
I just Googled it because I haven't seen it. And confirming it's also a lab accident involving gamma radiation. Yes. So it's the same. Well, and I know it's probably the same in a lot of them, but like yeah. Spider-Man's different. Sometimes he builds his weapons. Sometimes he can shoot it biologically. Like who? Like, eh, it's and it's also weird. like this, the stuff with Spider-Man is it's just been renewed so often in the past, like however many years. But like a lot of other Marvel properties we don't get this many reiterations of it so it's like right. please, i i wish they hadn't assumed that we would know it going in i think it was appropriate I, didn't. I didn't either i'm watching I all of this i knew, I knew the jekyll and hyde Banner. yeah right the, the general I knew like, the concept yeah he get he he get mad he get green <laughs> yeah i just have edward norton fight club ass i do i refer to him as the narrator throughout all of oh, that's funny <laughs> my my problem is that I think Edward Norton is a good actor. Yeah. I don't I don't think he's good in this. No. I think Liv Tyler is a great actress. And I think her character was so poorly written <sighs> that there, I don't know that there's anything she could have done to make that character believable to me. She did what she could. And what she could yeah. do is speak very breathy and very yeah. whispery. And that was good hey for are me. you gay yeah <laughs> because this performance is for you ladies and i was like thank you Liv. i am give Liv tyler pepper potts's backless dress from my iron man oh my god yes <laughs> it would go so well with her eyes okay <laughs> oh she's so she's so gorgeous i literally my second note after this isn't worth 3.99 is all caps Liv tyler is in this oh, i'm gay i love her yeah Perfect. I, the all of the stuff going on in the credits it's like there's stuff like there's text there's little like snippets. It's a lot. There's like I saw the words Stark Industries. I saw yes. Nick Fury. I I wish they had told me some stuff. Yeah. There, there's this thing that uh, film writers like say, which is like show don't tell. Right. But it doesn't apply to an entire like movie's worth of plot being crammed into a couple yeah. minutes of credits. And like in Iron Man two or whatever the next yes. sequel we're gonna watch is. I assume Iron Man two. Yep before we get to Captain America 2, is I don't think they rehash the plot. So it makes sense in those movies to not rehash. This one, I was just kind of like, I kind of want to know more. I got a lot of questions. Yeah. Like, what about the serum causes his boobs to be ribbed? <laughs> and for whose pleasure is that? Because it wasn't mine? It was creepy. Yeah. And like, gamma radiation, like they don't really explain... What I, I I don't expect them to give me a scientific explanation because it's Same. a fictional story, but it's still I'm okay just with like a weird explanation, just like something. It's just weird, vague references to it throughout the movie of like, well, it's gamma radiation poisoning or whatever. And somehow, so after the the beginning credits, it's Edward Norton's character, Bruce Banner. I'm yep. gonna have to remember that his name is Bruce. Bruce and Betty. Okay. He yeah. is hiding out in Brazil. Mm -hmm. Real. He's hiding out, we find out, from the U.S. government, great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's working at a soda factory, and at one point... That's actually just a chug juice from Fortnite. <laughs> it's the prototype before the game was launched. It is incredibly, like... It's fluorescent. <laughs> yes, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Thank you. It looks like it'll glow in the dark, which... Yeah. Great, fine. But he's, he's up on a higher level fixing something because he is, like, a guy... He's a scientist who is forced to, like, find work while he's hi hiding out from the U.S. government. Mm -hmm. And he's up, like, fixing something. He cuts his hand, and a little, like, gross CGI droplet of blood is, yeah. like, fall, like, we're watching it fall through all of these levels, and it, like, plops down in between, like, a bunch of soda bottles. So he's, like, freaking mm -hmm. out. He's, like, running down to, like, catch it, and he, like finds his blood like on a thing and he wipes it off and then it's like okay so his blood gets into a soda bottle that then stanley drinks yes <laughs> before that 
Everyone looks at him like he has lost his mind for caring about a very clear biohazard <laughs> getting into a consumer consumable product. Yeah. No. If someone Ugh. spills blood onto bottles in a production line, yes, address that immediately, regardless of if you're the Hulk or not. Yeah, what everybody, the fuck? everybody does look at him like he's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Okay, now go ahead. Stanley. Yeah, Stanley eventually drinks it, but... Does he die? I don't know. So they never address it again. This gamma radiation poisoning that he has... It makes him big green man when he gets angry. It makes yep. Stanley fall over when he gets just a drop of it. And that's blood, not radiation. So I don't know if it's like a method. I, I don't, don't know. know. It's, it's it was weird. It's and radiation it poisoning what he has. And yeah, they don't they don't address it. But also like when Stanley keels over, the government is immediately like he keeled over from gamma radiation poisoning. Like we know now. That this is Bruce Banner. Like, go find And they knew it was from his soda. Yes. I don't know. Like, we can't even do COVID contact tracing, but the government (laughs) in 2008 was able to figure out that it was his soda that was contaminated. And also... In Brazil. He sips it and immediately kills over, which I do love. Which is very weird considering the process later in the movie. Yeah. And you and I both had problems with it, but after he, like, cleans up the blood, he super glues his wound close <laughs> you you messaged our friend sammy who is a doctor. a doctor hey <laughs> can you super glue a wound closed <laughs> and rev was immediately like how are you allowed to live alone it's I'm like no no, no this isn't for me this is for bruce banner yeah it turns out don't do it on deep cuts don't do it a lot but they do have a medical one that i don't yeah. recommend you use go to a hospital um rio has plenty of fucking great hospitals yeah i imagine what are we doing well i imagine he doesn't want to go to a cut. hospital because like and what if they find out at the hospital that he has gamma radiation I don't know. All right. I don't know. It, whatever. It was a lot of weird. Yeah. I, I did appreciate the touch that he had that on him, as in, this is something he's thought about before. Yeah. He keeps the super glue just in case. Like, good boy, Bruce. Bruce Banner's character does seem very, like, he's very, he's obviously very smart. He's like a scientist. He's a good dude. He's, he's, yeah. yeah, he's, he's well intentioned and he thinks ahead and he's very cautious. And those Which are- is stark contrast to Tony Stark, who doesn't think ahead, rushes in, doesn't have a good conscience. Like, yes, but these are like, I like the contrasts and similarities between these movies for the first two. But those are Bruce Banner's only personality traits in this fucking movie. Yeah. He's not interesting. He's super boring. Yeah. He's super boring. Okay. <laughs> I wrote down he's just a he's just a skinny little man. I can't believe they don't stuff him in a locker. And then they literally stuff him in a locker. They just stuff him in a locker. The, the the people speaking Portuguese in this Brazilian factory do not like him because he tries to stick up from for a random like damsel in distress character who doesn't yeah. play any part whatsoever. It was very confusing. I thought there was going to be more there, but yeah. okay. And then I do want to mention like he's doing an Oz from Buffy. Where he's like, do he's training himself with like experts to like hone in his powers. Okay. Oh shit, he is. He's doing an Oz from Buffy. He's like traveling to a foreign country, talking to people who to I, learn to meditate, to learn to meditate and control his angie powers. Oh my god, I didn't realize that. That's very funny. It's very much the the werewolf plot in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, yeah. Which which was first. Buffy was first, Buffy right? was first. Because it went off the air in 2007 or something. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I think that season was probably like 2000. Okay, to be clear, not that this is unique no. to Joss Whedon. No. This is a trope <laughs> that's existed for 400 fucking years. Oh, absolutely. We're just both Buffy nerds. Okay. I do think in a lot of ways this movie takes itself too seriously. Yeah. Which is very hard to do when it is about 
an angry green monster guy. Yes. But the the couple of like, th- the throwaway line of like him trying to speak Portuguese and he's like, you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry is that very was cute. funny. Okay, so that is another thing. There are some really good subtle touches to like Easter eggy things. And typically MCU movies are so fucking ham fisted yes. that I was delighted. Mm-hmm. The purple shorts yes. that she gets him much <laughs> later. That was a really cute touch. Yeah. They didn't actually put him in them. Like yes. they... They were like, let's not be too cliche, but let's acknowledge it. Like, there were just, yeah, there were just some cute little touches. This hard, this movie is very hard for me because, like, it does take itself too seriously. Yes. And then it's also just like, I don't know how you would make a good Incredible Hulk movie, if you know what I'm saying. Because, like, is there another one with Bruce? Or no. With, um, with Mark with, Ruffalo and his kissy lips? No, I think they've just kind of abandoned this because... Wild. I mean, I find Hulk boring the same way I find Superman boring. Mm-hmm. He's too powerful. He's nearly invincible and or perhaps invincible. And like, I don't fuck it. Like, bleh, boring. I don't know. It, it, I, I struggle to think of a way that you could do this, especially given like CGI, especially in 2008, is really weird for making a big green guy that doesn't just like come off as comical. His face was so creepy. His dude. face was unsettling. It gets into the uncanny valley thing. And I think like the screenshots I've seen of like Mark Ruffalo's Hulk, like I think they get better as time goes on and as CGI gets better. But like, I don't know. I just don't like it. Is Iron Man's entire suit CGI'd? I assume so. I don't think they have him walking that around in that suit. Great. Great. It wasn't a human face though. Yeah, but, like that was a great looking suit. Making making a good human face out of CGI is very difficult. Yeah, because you you mess up like one little thing and it's uncanny valley. So, uncanny like, valley. I don't know. Okay, so I want to talk about the dog. Yeah. Why are you happy? Oh, because I got to the early note about the dog. I don't. Okay, I don't think they kill the dog. I think they trank the dog. Oh, thank you. I feel a lot better. Because they're they're going around with trank guns. Oh, you're right. How fucking lazy that is to get us to dislike a villain. He's a <laughs> yeah. villain. He doesn't have to kill a dog on screen to get audience support. Completely unnecessary. I'm so mad. I literally had Tim Roth as one of my brought to you by segments, and then I had to adjust it, and I instead wrote, he killed a dog, and now I'm honor bound to kill him. I think he just tranks the dog, because like, I- He may live. The reason reason why I got happy was I was like, when they, I'm at the point in my notes where they first introduced the dog, and I just say, love the dog. Love the dog. (laughs) Dog should have lived. Justice for dog. Well, he is live. Dog should have been the fun little, like, sidekick that he had throughout the rest of the movie. Yes. That would make Bruce Banner a more likable character. Um, Also, I knew that there was a bad guy right off the bat, because- Betty's dad is smoking a cigar. And if I know anything about MCU movies, it's whoever is smoking a cigar and acts as a father figure is actually a villain. That really is a through line in these movies so far. Uh-huh. Should I have known that that was her dad? No. Early on? Okay. No. Because the, the reveal where like later on in the movie, Bruce Banner is at a college and they're just like military, like shooting yeah, up Yeah, she this- Kendall Jenner's it. <laughs> she's like, drink a Pepsi. She stands in front of the cops and is like, here's a Pepsi, Papa. Yeah, she's like- I know you're in there, Dad. And I'm like, that's your dad? General Ross is your dad? Oh, I don't remember his name. I don't remember his first... Actually, I Googled it. I Googled it because... I was trying to figure out something else. I was and like looking at the cast. I was like, William Hurt. Why is why does because it, it just cuts off after the first name and it says Thunderbolt. His name is Thunderbolt Ross. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> did they think they were having? Did, were they gonna like have a dog and then they're like, oh, I'm pregnant. We can't get a dog now. So they were like, let's just use the same name. I I really like I don't know. <clears throat> Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. 
So like okay, Thunderbolt's his nickname. nickname. Okay. okay, that's a little bit. Thaddeus is a great name. I'll yeah. give him that. <laughs> like that's fine. And that's something I probably would have known if they had given me any exposition. Sure. We got none. We got none except like 45 minutes in. We also got no dialogue. Yeah. I think that's why like it's hard to have any interesting notes in here because they don't talk. <laughs> they don't talk. There's <laughs> there's a lot of showing, not telling, but you're also still not really showing. Like you said earlier, it's just it, and the pacing on this movie is so weird. We sprint and then we hit a brick wall and we come to a complete stop. And it's just the pacing of this movie was so confusing and terrible. Yes. Ugh. Anyway, I want to talk about how, speaking of being annoying, why was there so, I get it. I get it. He is the Hulk and he's a green man. Do we have to start the first half of the, the whole movie? The first half of it is all through a fucking green filter. Mm. I get it. Uh, the lighting at the university is green. The walls in the aircraft hangar are green. The walls are painted green. Like, it's... I didn't pick up on that as much. I My only note about that kind of thing is, like, so after they figure out that he's in Brazil and they're like, we're going to send some guys, we're going to send the best team, they're, like, talking about it, like, at an aircraft hangar, and it is colored... It is colored like it's Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. Dude. It looks like Top Gun and it cracks me up. It was a lot. If that's what we want to make this movie into, that's fine. If you want to show me like tanned, like oiled men playing volleyball instead, I would watch that. Sick. Let's go. Yeah. I did appreciate the wide shots of the city. I think those yeah. were beautiful. They had really interesting cinematography throughout. Yes. So that is like great job. The I didn't see any good. beautiful shots in Iron Man. I noticed a lot of really well-framed shots in this that I really did appreciate. I really liked the the Brazilian town. That he, is it Rio de Janeiro? That I think it's in? Rio. Okay. Yeah. But uh, the chase scene when when the military is going after him in Rio, I think that was a really good environment. And I thought that was a really uh, good yeah, action scene. I loved, I loved how this man who was not training for a marathon was able to run for three full minutes before his heart rate elevated. Yes. Excuse me? Well, I think... It can elevate, but only to a certain point. Like, I think it's like, I think he got up to like the 180s and he was okay. I think like once he's up at like 190s, it's bad. Okay. Oh, that's true. And I guess a running heart rate is not going to be 180. Yeah. Okay. I take it back. I take back my my criticism. That's a fair point. And he could be very in shape. He's not. He's, no. (laughs) (laughs) He's been meditating for six months. He's. I get, yeah, he probably has been avoiding like really rigorous exercise that he doesn't hulk. Yeah, he avoids all kinds of rigorous <laughs> activities. Uh, okay. Port live. <laughs> so after the chase scene, he gets chased back into the soda bottling plant. And yeah. this scene where he turns into the Hulk is a horror movie. I, I really felt like they were going to avoid showing him as much as possible. And I assumed that was because of CGI limitations. No, that's not true. Like, they show him plenty as the Hulk later, and they have no shame about how bad it looks. Yes. Are you talking about the reveal where we kind of just see his eyes before we see him? Yes. Remember, remember Iron Man when they did exactly that fucking thing? Yeah. With the, with the copycat Iron Man? Yeah, with Neo Iron Man. These Obi. movies came out a month apart. Can we maybe... <laughs> they really did. <laughs> can we maybe... It's the same thing. Yeah, but You like, made the same movie. The, he's like running around this this dark bottling plant and it's while just beeping. like while beeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, huh? Like Hey, you can get watches that vibrate anyway. It's, uh, it's so goofy. <laughs> but he's like they're barely showing any of him and he's just throwing people around and it feels yeah. like a horror movie. And I'm yeah. gonna bring this up later because like one of the later last scenes where like so, Spo- like we're gonna get there but there's like 
a worse Hulk, a bad guy Hulk, which like, oh, you mean kind of like how there is an Iron Man? I was about to say that. That's like apparently going to just be the all of the antagonists so far are just going to be a worse evil version of the superhero. Yes. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because we're going to talk about this now since we brought it up. Okay. Um, okay. So this movie is just green Iron Man. Yeah. The military does a bad thing. Yes. A citizen attempts to take it on himself to fix the bad thing the military does. Mm-hmm. There's an evil copycat version of the bad thing played by, not quite played by a father figure, but created by a father figure in both cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's an evil copycat versus a good original rooftop battle. Yes. It's... This, it's, do you use the same writers and they were like, we're tired from Iron Man, so we're just going to do know. the same beats? I really don't know because it's like, I don't, I also didn't read the original comics. And if that's how it is in the comics. I can't read. Well, that, yeah, that's one of our first problems here. <laughs> you didn't get any of the Portuguese dialogue that only half got translated anyway. I did appreciate that at no point did it ever say speaking in a foreign language, though. It, it did. Always it said, said Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah, yeah. But like they would translate like a couple of words of his conversation, not the whole thing. I I find mm-hmm. that annoying, but I digress. Mm-hmm. I, I understand know. if you want to hide some things from the viewer, but it's still annoying. Just did you make him improv these lines? Because that's what I always <laughs> assume when they just say speaking in Portuguese. That's that's language. yeah. Like my worst assumption is like you're not actually speaking Portuguese. Yeah. And you didn't bother to consult anyone. Yeah. The the bad guy in this, I almost thought was realistic initially. And then he was like, no, give me more. Until he became a really gross vertebrate monster. Like, Yeah, what the fuck? Okay, we got it. We got, we jumped to the end accidentally. I know. I don't <laughs> it like. It was my fault. I don't like any of this movie. I did appreciate that this took place so much in South America. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Marvel goes back to South America, but again, I haven't seen most of the movies it's just a nice break in the traditional action movie, which these Marvel movies are basically just action movies. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that it's not the typical, the Middle East is bad or vaguely Eastern European, but we're not going to specifically say Russia mm-hmm. is bad. <laughs> They're just like, everyone just has like a kind of muddy Eastern accent that they don't want to acknowledge. What's his name? Blonsky? Yeah. Emil Blonsky. Oh, yeah. oh he is Russian. Yeah, but he is Russian, Russian English. He's Russian English and in the U.S. And military. he works for the U.S. Air yes what the fuck okay i i need to close this wikipedia tab it's not helping me to have it but like i think in some iterations he was like kgb or something okay i don't know getting into some of the technology yeah um bruce banner while in brazil has a laptop Mm -hmm. that i think is from 1985 I unfortunately am old enough to have been in college in 2008 and I had a laptop that I carried class to class and I am familiar with and it was not that weird fucking clonky tiny laptop he was on. Though I guess he had a limited budget. He had a limited budget because he's working as like a day laborer. Yeah. And then there's a lot of hacking in this that's dumb and bad. (laughs) Um, Her password is is five characters long when he breaks into her university yeah, thing. Yeah, and he do- he just knows it. He knows what her five character password is. He sends encrypted messages, great, good, yeah, to uh, Mr. Mr. Blue. Blue, who I did for a while think was going to be Betty, which I thought would have been really cute. That would have been really cute. Right? But it wasn't, no. so hire me. <laughs> I'll help you fix these movies. They send encrypted messages. He's on a different laptop or a different computer at the university that yeah. just happens to have the software. For the encrypted message? EncryptNet. And then he sends the most valuable piece of data so far as from just a, a normal gas email. station. 
as just a normal email. Didn't even consider trying to encrypt it. Didn't do anything. He's being so careful about all of this other stuff. And yeah, he just sends a normal email to, yeah. to a university email. Which is maybe like them trying to say he got so desperate. He was so flustered. But like, sh- shut the fuck up. He's, no. His whole thing is that he's he's brilliant. He's being so careful about everything else to where like, so after he gets back to the U.S. Mm-hmm. and like he's on the run from the U.S. military with Betty. He he like dumps out her purse in a hotel room and he's like, "We can't use any of this except for all the stuff we can use. Except for all the stuff <laughs> we, we can use." Because she's immediately just like, "Can I use my lip gloss?" And he's just like, "Well, yeah." And it's just like, <laughs> I think they are flustered from being back together after so long, and that's very cute. Yeah, their relationship is fine. They had okay chemistry. It's it better. Fine. It was better than Tony and Pepper. True. It doesn't take Pepper much. and Colson. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Pepper and Colson is my slash sli- slash ship. Uh, <laughs> Nailed it. It doesn't matter. Uh, I liked that there was Mr. Blue. I don't know why he was blue, but that's fine. I like Mr. Green being green. That's yeah. really cute. And then I like that we had Tim Roth who is very literally Mr. Orange in Pulp Fiction. Oh, really? Yeah. That rules. That's the fucking pumpkin. It was just like, I don't think that was intentional. I was just like, this is cute. Yeah. Because they added a Mr. Pink at some point. Oh. I already forgot. I just wrote, okay, now there's a Mr. Pink. (laughs) Are we intentionally doing a Pulp Fiction with Tim Roth in this movie? (laughs) Yeah. I I also have a note here, like going back to like, the encrypting and stuff. So when he gets back to the United States and he goes to the university where Betty works, because that's where they did the actual experiments that like turned him into this. They didn't explain that. He kind of just suss it out. He he logs into the computer and Norton 360 is booted up. And I think that's really oh, cute. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's really cute. I like that. Norton uh, does nothing. Don't, don't, don't give no. Norton money. Norton's just already there. Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> It's like WinRAR. You just have it. <laughs> you don't pay for no. it. I When he is trapped in the glass hallway mm-hmm. and they throw the smoke bombs in there and then we just see his human hand yes. smash up against the glass. That's a horror shot. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. And then start convulsing while the Ooh. windows are all foggy. Blech. My brain was like, it's giving Titanic. Really? When she... Oh! She and Jack are fucking in the oh! back of the car and it gets steamy and then oh, you just see a hand smack the glass. <laughs> I did not think about that. I'm always thinking about oh that. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I just I didn't like looking I this is this is a me thing. Medical stuff makes me squeamish. There's oh my a, god, the shot. Oh, oh, oh the shot, the shot. I, I hated that. I hated that, that so much. They showed so much needles going into skin with that guy. Hey guys, get your vaccine. As a side note, it's a much smaller needle. As a you don't, side note, don't worry about it. It doesn't go into your fucking. Doesn't go in your spine. Marrow. Yeah, I oh. takes two seconds. And like they can, they can. <laughs> that one. Tell me, it don't cracked. show me. It cracked. It cracked. Okay, they're making they're making Blonsky a fucking super soldier based on like I assume what they used for Captain America. Well, clearly not. Because clearly they not. Perfected it with super super America with Captain America. They had a super soldier initiative. They succeeded. They made Captain America. He was incredible. And now we're like, what if we switch over from the serum and do gamma radiation with Bruce? This is the problem I have with this because it's like Captain America. I don't know a whole lot about it. Is it World War II that it takes place in, or is it like Cold War? It's past. It is the past. I know Hitler is involved, so it's got to be two. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But he, okay, so they do Captain America in I, we think World War II in the forties, mm-hmm. and as far as I can tell by what little I know of that movie, which we have not seen yet, that came that turned out pretty well. It is too. Okay, 
Yeah. I don't know that there were any consequences. I know how that movie ends, and it's not with him dying because he had too much super juice. 70 years later, or no, it's fewer than that because this is 2008, but like... They can't, they fuck it up with this guy. Yeah, I don't know if they lost it or if it was a different agency Maybe it was they don't talk to each other. because they were like, what do we, like, we can't have a bunch of, like, The military doesn't have a conscience. But yeah, I don't know. It was very, I, I had the same thing. I was like, why didn't they just make another Captain America? Why are we doing yeah. this? Oh, shit, did Fantastic, Fantastic Four is technically Marvel. It's not MCU. It's not MCU. But in every version of that all four of them, I believe, are gamma radiation created. So really? maybe they were like, we can do this better if we try gamma radiation instead of the super serum. Because in the Fantastic Four movie, you know the one, the bad one, the old one. <laughs> You're assuming that I've seen those either. Oh, Jessica Alba's in it, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, but it's, I, I want to say it's like they're exposed to radiation in space or something. So like maybe, maybe they're like, we can do it better. We can improve this. That's the only excuse I've got for them. And also, I don't like having to make excuses for story writers. No, <laughs> just tell give, me. Give me literally any of this information. Like, get, I don't like when they do just like expo- exposition dumps. Like, oh, do you remember back when we did that experiment that we were working on for this reason? For the, And I don't d- generally like that. But it's just like, give me any information whatsoever. Because I I am supposed to like these characters. I am supposed to root for them. That they is even the wanted point. us to root for Phil Dumphy, who we never see again. And after he has a beautiful moment of character growth, he fucking he stands up to dad and is like, actually, as it turns out, Hulk was trying to save my baby and you were the one firing at her. So I think you're the bad guy. I won't be helping you. Goodbye. And then even though I love her again, I know, even though I love Betty, my super sexy girlfriend, I'm just going to let her go because I know that this is Bruce Banner and she's probably talked about him and it's out of my hands. You're again filling in gaps that the writers never gave us. Yeah, why is why is dad where from does he go? Family, he, where does he stays is the problem. <laughs> He's the only one that stays in that fucking town. While then, <sighs> all of the other action moves to New York City. Yes, after they're done destroying that fucking destroying university, destroying this college, which is already underfunded, and like <laughs> we're just gonna like. I, I, I so, okay, when they're, like, fucking destroying this college, they're shooting off, like, rockets at it. First of all, there are no students present until, like, the very end of that scene where there are, like, two students that start taking videos on their, like, 2008 cell phones. What is this field they're in? I, yeah. They're, this, like, quad or whatever. That's it's, like, on, a huge field. It's massive. It is big enough to have a fucking helicopter. rocket battle. <laughs> yeah, a helicopter <laughs> crash. I so wanted them to just like during that news broadcast be like, and the military has since told us this, that this was a training exercise gone wrong. Oh, that would have been that would have been really good actually. Oh, Again, been, hire us. That would have been so much better. And it's just like no, there's just like this unknown like thing that the U.S. military was battling in just this college campus. Like, how are people not freaking out about that? And like, it's another situation where they. None of these movies are anti-military because it is not possible no. to create an anti-military movie. It's just so, these guys, these individual guys in the military are bad. Are bad. And it's such a strategically confusing scene for a military because they attack in waves instead of doing it all at once when they know yeah. they need to attack all at once. Yeah. Um, there's no positioning that makes any sense. Everyone's just kind of scattered randomly throughout the field. No one's taking any sort of cover. Not that there is anywhere to have cover, but also no. you chose to engage here, so you knew that. It's just... Come on. 
Military stupid, but it still glorifies military. Fuck off. Okay, anyway. It's also like, I wonder, because this is a universe where like superheroes are a thing. Are and they? I don't know. Because I'm thinking of like, I've seen Jessica Jones where like, when she's talking to like Luke Cage, he's like, oh, are you like one of those like superheroes? And I assume they I don't the think Avengers. it's known yet. No? You don't think there's been any? Because Captain America happened in World War II. Do you not think that he was like no. a, a person talked? Was he a secret? He was initially like a mascot. Okay. So they they used him for propaganda a lot. And I don't, I think it's, people are like, oh, you're exaggerating stories. I don't think they know, okay. like, especially in the 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s leading up to the Hulk movie. I don't think there's another hero that's addressed in the MCU as having been active during those years. Oh, okay. I think my brain has just been poisoned with like the Incredibles and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> I don't know what caused Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Luke Cage, yeah. Okay. I don't know what they causes... have superpowers. I don't know their like... origin stories. So right. I don't know what caused them to be metahumans. Do they all have to have origin stories? No, but I'm just saying I don't know that... Okay. I don't know if she was born with it and this is like a thing that's happening to the human race so people are familiar and comfortable with it or if it's like a not talked about thing some people are weird and we don't address it. My my knowledge of like superhero media and that's so much of why I have not watched these movies up until now that now is like my idea of what these things are is likely different than what they actually are and my idea of what they are is oh, generally just X-Men. bad. I don't know. What yeah, what is X-Men? Just kidding. Like, X-Men's 2000. <laughs> And it's Marvel. It's not MCU, though. So right. it's not canon to this universe. But that would explain it. If people know who the X-Men are, because mutants are a super talked about, common, understood, etc. thing yes. in the X-Men universe. There's Specifically politicians about it and everything. Yeah. Right. So it's like, theoretically... Okay, my the thing that started this conversation, this new news broadcast about what happened at the college. These two like students are like talking about it. They come up with a name. He's like these this big like Hulk, and that's okay. That's how okay. He comes Earlier up with in the name. movie, they refer to him as a uh, hold on, green. They call him Green Sasquatch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's hairless for one. He is hairless. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. I would really think that this should set off like this huge panic because can you imagine this is post 2001 America people. Yep. The US military is engaging some kind of like force at a US college and this is not like people freaking out and like go like building bomb shelters and shit. I wonder so, like there I, must I, not I have wonder... been any student casualties either because they weren't there. Yeah. So, How did they clear out the campus for that? I don't know. But I don't know, dude. It there were students there because he was like running through the stacks in that library. Right. I mean, in the I'm sorry, I'm thinking in the field. Okay. Where most of the the big explosions yeah. happened. And also, while he's in the stacks in the library, he does swallow the flash drive with all of the cellular data on it. What's very confusing to me is that he instead of just trying to swallow it like a goddamn pill, he shoves it down his uh, throat. Sweetie, it was awful. It was awful is he trying to communicate to us that he doesn't have a gag reflex because i have some people i can put him in contact with if that's the kind of message he's trying to present i i hated that I it hated was it so much. weird also dude shove it up your butt obviously much obviously. easier retrieval so confusing okay anyway yeah because later he and betty like run off and like are in a hotel and he just vomits it back up yeah and the flash drive is fine yeah 
is put it in your butt cheeks. You don't even have to put it up, up. Just snuggle it in there. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, like, now that I'm thinking about it, do the prison thing where you, like, put it in a condom or whatever and stick it up there. Well, he was limited time. So he did. He He was. He might not have had a condom on him because he has to avoid rigorous activity. So he probably doesn't keep condoms on him. But he does keep an ass on him. Eventually, when he when he and Betty are rekindling their romance in the mm-hmm. hotel room, poor girl. Got I really thought I I really thought I was gonna get to see something. There's no I'm fucking so in these sad. movies. There's no There's fucking no in these fucking movies. In these movies, and uh, it does it does canonically make sense. Like he's <laughs> she's just like, but I no, it's okay. I want to. Oh my god. <laughs> he's like, no, we have to stop. It's so funny. That's so, so sad. Funny. Imagine, imagine having Liv Tyler right there and being like, ugh, uh, I'm good. Oh, uh, so after she first realizes that he's back and she like very, she very breathily is like, Bruce? And, uh, I love her so much. Her, every, cool. every spoken dialogue from her is just like breathy and. She oh, so is a fucking elf. She was not her. acting in Lord of the Rings. That's how she always talks. <laughs> She's a uh, breathy, but- ethereal angel. I love you. He he stays a night in her house, which is gorgeous, by the way. And they go to they each go to bed, and they're both like secretly like crying a little bit. I think the walls and in their she, house are green, by the way. That's very funny. But I don't anyway, know how you didn't notice this. <laughs> I super so didn't. much green in this fucking movie. I don't know if you noticed, but that field they fought in also green. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have such like stupid goblin brain where I'm just like, what are they doing? Are they fighting? I'm gonna watch them fighting, and I don't notice anything that's going on outside okay. of that. I actually was so bored. I was so bored by the fighting. The fight scenes dragged on for so fucking long that they I did. was like, what else is going on in this movie? What's on Twitter? What's my email? What like I was bored, dude. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Everyone in the military in this movie, one month after Iron Man, is an amazing shot. Every fucking shot they yeah. fire at the Hulk lands. Great training. I love to see them doing some self-improvement, taking some time on their own to practice important every single fucking shot on that man lands every grenade every everything and then question i'm gonna jump to the end and then we can jump right back to here okay how come nothing pierces his skin until the very end when evil hulk cuts something into his boob what is that why was that able to penetrate him ha but nothing else did I don't know, because then also I had to see his yucky green blood. Yeah, why is it green Didn't suddenly? Care for Whatever. That. Oh, I guess we saw the cells well, do it. Yeah, and also when, uh, so they eventually get to the university where Mr. Blue works, mm. and that guy is way too excited about the whole thing. Yep. And they're like trying, they're like pumping a, what he thinks is an antidote into him. Right. And they have him on a dialysis machine. So his blood is like in the machine, and they're going to mix the antidote in with it and re-inject it mm-hmm. and they induce a hulk episode where he like he starts like getting big and turning green his blood turns green i um, i like that i like that yeah. detail it's I think disgusting it's, it's yucky <laughs> but it's good and um, i don't like thinking about it but it's it's interesting also he weighs enough because he's i googled it he's minimum 1040 pounds as the hulk oh and I'm going to ignore the magic of like how he accumulates mass because the answer is whey protein. We all know it. Um, well, it also we're sponsored by uh, Quest. breaks the laws of uh, physics. But yeah, it's off. fine. Yeah, yeah. Like those are the movie details or the superhero details. I don't give a shit about. Like, sure, fine. Okay. However, <laughs> now I'm going to get to be an asshole about it because there are <laughs> two Hulks hanging from that fucking helicopter and it stays oh. in the air. Yeah, two thousand pounds of man meat. 
Ah, man, meat. Look at Bad Hulk and tell me that's not just meat. Ba- he was slimy Meg- the whole time. Okay. Evil Hulk is so yucky. So, he's got like weird bones yeah, sticking out of his back. He's a stegosaurus. So Blah. they leave the university after he saves Liv's life. Yes. And he takes her after to a After her cave. dad is like, yeah, just fire off all the rockets. Yeah, like, just kill my daughter. In the helicopter. Just, yeah. Um, so <laughs> he takes her off to a cave where this brilliant scientist who, when in Hulk form, has a perfect throw, also doesn't miss. Um, but suddenly, when he's the Hulk, he forgets that lightning doesn't hurt you. And he is scared and angry at the lightning like a fucking caveman. Yeah, like... Which it, maybe they get into later in other movies and explain what happens in the Hulk state because he does mention that it's like hypnosisy. I don't yes. know, but like and he does, he only remembers bits and pieces. But like Betty, like he he remembers Betty while he's in it, and he remembers I yeah. protect Betty, I love Betty. But yeah, he doesn't. He's like that lightning. lightning is out to kill me. So it's like this mix of like King Kong brain and Bruce Banner brain. I literally compare this movie in my notes to King Kong versus Godzilla so many yeah. fucking times. This is a kaiju movie. Yeah, Hulk is a kaiju. Like, her, he's like carrying around Liv Tyler like yes. in his arms, like and Kong. I'm just like, it's it's very King Kong. Yeah, it's Godzilla versus King Kong, and the bad Hulk even has the spindles down his back like Godzilla does. <laughs> Okay. Um, also, that. she wakes there, up there in the cave. There are so many shots of it. Yeah, it was gross. And again, always slimy. Um, sh- they wake up in a cave, and she's just cuddling his ass. I just thought that was nice. <laughs> I looked at Cam because he was sitting next to me while I was so watching brave. This, and he's <laughs> she she wakes up on top of him, and I just turned and I'm like, did did we? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Do you do you think do you think his dick goes Hulk? Cam, Cam yesterday was like, I can't wait to edit this and hear you guys talk about his Hulk dick. Damn it. I'm so predictable, but does it? I, it no, no, it doesn't. It is like stretchy shorts. I don't know. Mm. It has to, right? Because no other part of him like stays the same size. Oh, God. There is no way to Google this that isn't no. just going to get me a bunch of no. giant green dildos. It's going to get you like a weird bad dragon. Yeah. We're going to say it does. It It does get bigger in the exact same portions the rest of his body does. Are you Googling it? You're so fucking brave. I'm not Googling it. I'm going to fanfiction.net. Okay. I'll accept that (laughs) as canon. I'm going to talk while you do that. That's fine. Um, So then they wake up. She's cuddling his ass. Like, goals. Love that for you. Um, I've also got an ass, Liv. Um, They get off that cliff when he's normal. How? They just like... Yeah, that's a good question. They just end up in a motel. And I'll excuse this. This is another whatever. I know I'm nitpicking. I'm sorry. But like, how did they get off that cliff? And then he made it back to the U.S. somehow with limited money and not being able to use credit cards. And, and being unwilling to be the Hulk, which would enable him to travel faster and more efficiently. Yeah. Like his whole thing is, it's, it was a very confusing thing throughout the movie for me to determine what was more important to him. If it was mm-hmm. curing himself, if it was preventing the... Uh, whatever from being uh, from preventing his blood from being used preventing future hulks being made or if it was never turning into the hulk again because it seemed like a lot of the times where turning into the hulk would have helped he doesn't do it which means the most important thing to him is not turning into the hulk even when it would be beneficial yes because he doesn't he doesn't think he can control it at all it's scary 
Whereas, like, Betty is just like, no, like, when you were the Hulk, like, you recognized me, and I was able to communicate with you. Mm -hmm. Like, clearly that is still you in there. And then, so, she's the first one to, like, propose that, like, as an idea. He's just like, no, there is no way to do this well. Like, I gotta get Typical man, gives up. (laughs) I did appreciate that Bruce and the Hulk are different people. They have mm-hmm. different motivations. I, I mean, they they start to kind of converge towards the end with protecting Betty yeah. and things like that. But initially, it's very clear that Hulk is just a different person than Bruce Banner, whereas Tony Stark is Iron Man, is yeah. Robert Downey Jr. They're all three of them are the same person. Yeah, it. I think Hulk is the only superhero that's really like that, and he and he's just like very clear delineation and doesn't like it and doesn't want to be a hero. Whereas I think every other character desperately wants to be a hero in the mcu i have no idea okay i'm telling you we'll get there but no one else is no one else has the jekyll and hyde no one else has the conflict no one else is like i don't know well from what i can tell also it's like other people can just they made the decision in a lot of ways wanda whereas i i don't fucking know who wanda is dude okay scarlet witch so i think it's also very good that mcu starts off with all very almost understandable physical powers the hulk isn't magic he's no chemistry biology whatever iron man isn't magic he's wealthy uh technology yeah right. but, uh, hawkeye yeah. is very good at bows scarlett is johansson literally- is very good at being an asian american um it's captain america's also biology like none of them are magic initially and then we get into thor literally a god we get into doctor strange i don't know anything about him uh, Wanda. <laughs> Wanda. She's very hot lesbian. Like, witch. Sorry. Very hot lesbian witch. And then we get into the magic. So Hulk is invincible right now, and I don't think he can be killed. But could he be killed by magic? We don't have any yet. I don't know. Okay. I don't know who any of these people are. I'm sorry. I, I like that they start <laughs> off with very, like... It's very, like, tangible and easy to understand right. stuff. Right. And then they build on the universe later. I think it's well done. Yes. Yes. I, yeah, I, I just, I come at it with such like, my, my knowledge of superheroes really is the the very, very scant amounts of Marvel that I get through osmosis of just being in the culture that we're in. And then it's like, uh, the Incredibles Mm -hmm. and My Hero Academia, (laughs) which I was so resistant to even starting because like my, my perception of superhero movies, like as a kid, like I watched Teen Titans Sure. And I love Teen Titans, but mm-hmm. it's just like... Totally spies for me. Totally. <laughs> I love that. But like, <laughs> these, those, those shows are like very, like, uh, gentle about superheroes. Yeah. So I think when that's I watch a, that's like... That's a good... I like that phrase yes. a lot. That makes perfect so sense to me. It's like, these are people who are trying to save lives and help people. Okay. They're and then soft. I think I watched like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man and I'm like, Which one's hey, that? Uh, the Toby McGuire one. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, hey, people die in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, Sam, the, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man came out, like, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what year. I was a kid. I think it was 2007 because Dashboard Confessional Vindication. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, going from... Oh, my God, 2002! 
Yeah, okay. 2002, so it, dude. Also, technically Marvel. So again, yeah. if people know about Spider-Man, they know about superheroes, even though it's not MCU. I don't know. Right. Just, but... I, I watched I watched the Spider-Man movie and like before the Spider-Man movie and like X-Men and all of that, it was like very benign like 80s movies and like mm-hmm. bad cartoon Spider-Man and shit like that. So mm-hmm. like I watched Sam Raimi's Spider-Man and I'm like, oh, there are people just getting murdered. Yeah. I, I, I've seen like bits and pieces of the Dark Knight and the Joker is just like mass murdering people. Yeah. And I think the disconnect between like what I thought superheroes were in my childhood versus like, no, they're gritty. And oh, well, I think they did yucky. that because we, our generation is, well, the generation above us and below us are the target demo for these where it's, you grew up watching the soft cartoon. Let's... Let's make it a little feisty. Let's add a little spice. Not sex. Not sex. Sex is too moral and bad. Violence, cool. Awesome. Right. (laughs) But you can't can't have sex and you can't say naughty words. Yeah. I don't know. I think the disconnect between the two is like a lot of why I bounced off of like superhero media in general is because like I didn't want the dark stuff. Yeah. I wanted it to be me as like an eight-year-old shipping Beast Boy and Raven. Okay. I like the dark stuff is the weird part. I think it's so much more interesting. I love bullshit 80s and 90s action movies. I love that shit so much. Mm -hmm. I watch all of it. I watch them in marathons. I think about them. Anytime Die Hard's on, I'm going to watch it. But I also greatly prefer, I don't like Batman as a a character, but the Mm -hmm. Gotham universe is so much more interesting to me because it's darker and it's it's Mm. more like it's all the characters have so much more depth it seems it's it's not just i want to take over the world it's i need to break out of this asylum and then make the ceo of exxon uh drink a gallon of oil (laughs) i yeah i think they aren't villains (laughs) right she's an eco-terrorist you get to the point where it's like the villains have like real human motivations it's so much more interesting yeah some of those are ones that i agree with yeah Yes, like Korra villains. The villains yeah. in Legend of Korra were right, dude. Yeah. They were so much more interesting than Ozai. Ozai was fucking boring because he had no motivators. He had no backstory. He had no depth. We're just so I'm an evil topic. Person. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Azula was a great villain. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think what I'm trying to get at is that, like, I for years and years, I just avoided superhero media at all costs because of that, like, juxtaposition of like what I wanted superheroes to be as a kid versus what they are in media now and that's just I I avoided it for a long time so like I am coming at this as like I am coming yeah right do you think my hero does a good job of balancing that because it's still the soft and then it's just sometimes there's consequences people die but it's not right well, let me let me put it this way, when I watched the first couple of episodes of My Hero Academia when I was in like uh, junior year college, mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm not interested in this. But when I gave it time last summer, mm-hmm. I binged the first like 80 episodes like in one go. Yeah. So I I am as a person and more open to these things now. It's just like for such a long time in I 2008. Just wasn't. Right, I get yes. that. In 2008, I was not going to go out of my way to watch this. Also, because <laughs> I was like 12 and Jesus I was Christ. all of my friends were girls and we yeah. weren't like going to superhero movies. We were going to Twilight. Oh, my God. Yeah, I get that. I went to both. Um, also, if you'd like more information on My Hero Academia, you should check out Some Good Shows <laughs> podcast, The Big Three. It's a lovely Which, podcast. If you've listened to this podcast, you and know that, it. that one. That's very surprising to me. Yeah. How did, are you lost? <laughs> 
somebody find us. Okay, so anyway, back to this shithole of a movie. I'm just kidding. I'm so sorry. I take that back. Anyway, back to this movie. This um, movie. She offers to sell what I assume is her mother's locket. That's just another annoying bit of Hold like, on. Hey, there's backstory here. But she keeps the brand new digital camera. You didn't think to sell that, Liv? That's a good point. Her Nikon cool pics or whatever. Yes, that everybody I had that fucking camera. I did too. I did too. And Cam also had it. Like, yeah, it's so funny. Um, yeah, I don't I know. Love that when they're in the car, she becomes Bayonetta because she gets the glasses. Oh yeah, she does suddenly put. On um, if so we want to, I don't know what she. I don't know what she's doing these days. But if there were to be a live action Bayonetta, and I'm not saying there needs to be or should be, but if there is one. Liv Tyler is Bayonetta. She does need to talk a little more aggressively, though. Liv Tyler, what are you doing these days? Yeah. Where are you at? I, what, what are you up to? How's life? Congrats on being Steven Tyler's daughter, I guess. Yeah. But you don't have to do anything when that happens to you. You probably don't have to do anything when you're that gorgeous, either. No. I wouldn't even learn to read if I was that pretty. <laughs> you just have people read to you and pay them money for it. Perfect. Um, okay, there was a really cute moment. I want to acknowledge the very good and cute or funny moments because so much of the movie mm-hmm. is bad that they really, yeah. they really shine. So when they're like in New York City discussing how they're going to get around and he's like, you want me in the angriest city in the world to be fighting okay. on a subway? And she goes, she just goes, right, let's get a cab. That was super cute. And then they get mm-hmm. out of the cab. He's like and pacing she's... the whole time and she goes off on that fucking cab driver. Uh, it was Girl! so good. It was so good and that was, cute. That was so cute. In all caps, I just wrote, I love her, I love her, I love her. Yeah, I wrote, not gonna lie, I love the cab scene. It was yeah, really good. It's just, it's just this cab driver, like, speeding around and playing heavy metal music. And, like, I think that was the obnoxious. best part of the whole movie. Uh, it, it was. There, there are so few little, like, comic relief things, and that's so good. Yeah. And then there, the, the stuff that is trying to be comic relief that a little bit bounces off for me is, like, Mr. Blue, when they finally meet him, is like a very weird guy. And that like, guy's in other movies playing the exact same character. So like, as soon as I saw him on screen, I was like, I got it. I get it. We're fine. We can move on. I'm trying to remember what else he's in because I... Isn't he in Stranger Things? Is he? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking at Hulk 2008 cast and it does say Thunderbolt and I just... Samuel Stearns. Is he the... Is he in Men in Black too? Is the... No, that's uh. According to, he's also yeah. He he is a fictional supervillain. Is he the sugar oh, water guy? Because I don't I don't know what you're talking about. But okay. when uh at the very end of the scene where so Blonsky breaks into the lab where like Mister Blue works and like is like you're gonna put the same stuff in me. At the very end of that scene, a machine breaks or something, and a little bit of goo goes onto his forehead, and his forehead starts to do a thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I think I zoned out. Great movie. So he's, like, laying on the floor, because Blonsky, like, knocks him to the side, and, like, a little thing, like, drips on him, and his forehead starts to, like, bubble or something. Anyways, he's a supervillain later. Great. It's so, that's so interesting to me, because, like, they could... Oh, and I'd like to apologize. In- he's in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I'm so yes. sorry. I take it back. Great job I in thought- that. Holy shit. I thought, okay, Tim Blake Nelson. Is he also in like a, a series of like Adam Sandler movies? Because that's what he. That's what I'm, like that's me. like, that's like the level my brain was putting him at. I was like, I've seen you do this. I've Who's seen you do. Who's the fucking scientist? There's a Sound of the Fury movie? Sorry. Sorry. A what? <laughs> that's a, a Faulkner? I don't know. 
no idea what you're talking about. The Sound of the Fury is a book. I didn't know they made it into a movie. It looks like James Franco's the star. I'm angry. This man that we are discussing. I've already forgotten. I don't even know his name. Mr. Blue. Oh, that's right. I don't know his real name. How did he duplicate all that blood? I didn't understand that. I don't know how that also, works. Also, that was all creepy said, as fuck. It was creepy as fuck. So all he said was like, yeah, you didn't send me very much, so I had to concentrate it and then like dilute it. And I'm like, that's not how that... I'm what? Not, I'm not a scientist. I don't it's blood. Know. Can you just duplicate blood? I have no idea. It was very weird. He had so much of it, dude. He had so much of it. Gross. Anyways, apparently that character is like a villain in the universe with like that name and everything. And he's in like Modoc. As Mr. Blue or is his actual name? As his actual name, which I've already forgotten. Yeah. Uh, it starts with an S. Samuel Stearns. Samuel Stearns, yes. Okay. okay. And his supervillain name is The Leader. I don't know. This is nothing. Okay. No. Um, so after the blood is duplicated and I'm grossed out, um, yeah. I wrote that Edward Norton kind of looks like Chandler. <laughs> he does a little bit, huh? Right? It's weird. Then I wrote, I miss Brazil because I'm so fucking sick of movies taking place in New York City. We get it. Yeah. And then, in all caps, dude, what happened to Stan Lee? Do we not address that again? Did he die? Did he get better? Was it temporary? Do they inject people with that? What makes it permanent? I have so many questions. What made it yeah. permanent for Evil Hulk and not for Stan Lee? Yeah. Volume? Uh, maybe. Is Stan Lee invincible now that he had a drop of the blood? Because when Bad I don't Hulk know. died, he came back. I don't know. This or is maybe so like- weird. Stan Lee was too old at that point and he just got fucking like murked by it because he's like, uh, old man can't handle nasty blood. Yeah. I liked that when Bad Hulk hits Mr. Blue, Mr. Blue's like, why are you always hitting people? I did like that too. Good question. But the line, the line right before that is after he hits the the military woman who was questioning Doctor Stern. Oh right. He just he he whacks her, knocks her out, and goes annoying bitch or something. Yeah, she's an annoying bitch. Why? It's, Why do we have? It's I already writing. don't like him. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's the same thing with the dog. It's just lazy writing to get the audience to hate this guy. Like you don't have to call her a bitch to say. I always thought she was kind of annoying. Sure. And also, she doesn't have that much dialogue in the movie. Like she's not actually annoying, right? And it's so like why they could have done two things here that would have made that line perfectly fine. Make her super competent and fine, and then he's like, she's a bitch. Yeah. There's context there. Or make her very annoying and a bitch. And then he's like, she's a bitch. Yeah. And then there's context there. Whatever. Yeah. Annoying, and then a- apparently, so Blonsky, Russian guy. He's not even blonde. <laughs> that, <laughs> sorry. Th- that's the biggest critique so far. Apparently, <laughs> uh, Evil Hulk is called Abomination. I didn't know that. So am I. What's the, like, what's the brag <laughs> here? Why, why are you so special? Yeah. Also, so, Okay. So in the college, like, news footage, the students are like, he was like this big, like, Hulk. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I think, like, Blonsky refers to something hulking later on. And then when Hulk is fighting the abomination, he does say Hulk smash. Did he already decide that. that was his name? I, I did. Know. I hated it too. Because this so movie much. takes itself so seriously. That was another it situation. It takes it so seriously. Where instead of, like, the cute subtle purple pants the cute subtle you won't like me when i'm hungry they just went again with the ham-fisted bullshit hulk smash fuck off it felt very out of place also i did like again an iron man comparison because it's the only two we've got yeah in both cases the press named the superhero he was named iron man he said oh i like that 
Right. And then it happened again in this one where, well, he didn't say, he didn't acknowledge it, but it was the same Which situation. Which I almost think is fine because that's fine. Yeah, like, I like that. how do you name yourself as a superhero? You're either going to call yourself something that's like way too like yep. self-congratulatory or like something like really weird and stupid. Yeah. So like, I think Captain yeah. America was named by the government. It was a project. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I think ScarJo and Hawkeye were agent names. That were given. It's to also them. Black Widow is a very common term for yep. like women who kill their husbands Femme and yep, like yep. yeah. I think I'm fine with Black Widow. Yeah. Hawkeye is Hawkeye's a little bit. That Whatever. sounds like something a guy very full of himself would come up with for yes. himself. But yeah, if it was I don't like know anything about that character. I don't whatever. think he's full of himself. Uh, it's know. Jeremy Renner, and to me, Jeremy Renner just comes off as full of himself. Oh, I just think he's soft. Jeremy Renner had his own app about himself. So did he do that, or did his agents do that? I think he did it. That's weird. <laughs> That's super weird. I cannot wait for the Hamburg Lore episode on the Jeremy Renner Jeremy app. Jeremy Renner app. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> so before, before he jumped out of the plane, I know a spoiler about the Hulk that I won't tell you. We'll get to it. Okay. Because I watched a movie where he admits a thing. So everyone who's listening knows exactly the thing I'm thinking of. So I knew when he jumped out of that that he was going to be fine. But I also knew, you also knew it, because it's a fucking Marvel movie, and nothing bad right. ever happens. Like, that was the lowest goddamn stakes scene that was set up to be so high stakes. I'm like, he's not going to die. Loved it. Are you serious? I loved when he jumped out of the plane, and they're uh, like, well, we don't know if the antidote was temporary or not. And he gets really close to the ground, and he said, like, yes, I knew I liked he was going to be fine, shit. too. But yeah, him saying, oh, shit. Like, I liked that. Thank that you. I <laughs> love... We don't get many curse words in these movies. And yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I was just like, I knew, I knew before. I was just so annoyed. I was like, I, I, I knew he was going to be fine. Yeah. Like, yeah, these things aren't going to end. Like, if it's his title movie, he's not going to die in it. If the Hulk is invincible or nearly invincible or unkill, like whatever term we're going to use here, why is bad Hulk not? What was the difference? Being strangled? Well, yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's why he couldn't sleep with Liz, because he has a choke fetish, and he didn't want her to accidentally kill him. His yeah, one rough. weakness. Okay. I don't know, because it's also, is he invincible when he's Bruce Banner as well, or just when he's the Hulk? Do you want me to answer that? Yeah. He's always invincible. That sucks. Yep. I think it should just be when he's the Hulk. I agree. I don't know. but uh, Wait, okay, shit. If I'm wrong, if I am wrong, you can actually at the MCU Thoughtcaster correct me. I don't care. Uh, this one way. time. This one time. No other time can you do it. But I'm reasonably certain the scene that I think I spoiled for myself by watching <laughs> is because he, he knows he's invisible as a human and as Hulk. Much later. On that topic, I know we ask a lot of questions to each other here that neither of us know the answer for. <laughs> we should don't have send an me the answer. Don't send me the answer. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I can't wait to forget about this movie again. It was not good. Oh, fuck. I forgot good. to give it a rating. At the very beginning. That's okay. Do you want to give us your rating now? Um, yeah. Overall, I give the movie um, three CGI green eyes. Ugh. But I give Liv Tyler and Edward Norton specifically six by Pride flags. Okay, great. I think that's fair. Um, I like that he uses cop cars as sock and boppers. Yeah, I, I did write down Hulk says a cab. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, he was like beating the shit out of that cop car. I'm like, I love it. Don't know what we're doing, but I love it. And then he put him on his gauntlets, and I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah, he tore a cop car in half. Also, uh, when Abomination is just like trampling like through. I'm New sorry. York do City. we know his name in the movie as Abomination? I, it's on. It's on the Wikipedia. It's not said in the movie, but like it's based off of a comic book villain. That's annoying. Okay. Yeah, like they're not. 
they could have just said like that thing is an abomination and i would have been fine with that perfect yep. but it, i think it's a it's a super villain that's like okay. used elsewhere too so well, he has a name it. so i can yeah. stop calling him bad hulk <laughs> i know just kidding, okay I when a when abomination is like trampling through the city and the the couple of military guys that are left over are like going after him those are some cloverfield shots have you ever seen cloverfield obviously not it's scary and also takes place in new york city oh that's the one where you don't see the monster the whole time most of the time yeah you do see it later on is it actually scary when you finally see it a little was it scarier when you didn't know yeah but they do the same thing in this movie where it's only showing bits and pieces of them like they did it in like the brazilian like bottling plant which i do think is a good direct director like thing like those shots are good it's very scary yeah, I'm done with glowing high, glowing eyes in the darkness. No, though. yeah, the That's glowing done. eyes are, we don't need to do it. Uh, less is more when the CG is bad. I'll say that. Yep. Less is more. It, it makes it still scary if I don't see very much of it, especially with this thing, because like the little bits that we got initially were scary. And yeah. then they show too much of him and I'm like, oh, he's just a yucky CGI monster, man. That's how I always feel. I'm like, it's never scary once I know what it is. Then I'm like, right. oh, this is dumb. Um, yeah. I want to go back to the airbender obviously i know we already talked about both cora and avatar for their villains which is maybe cut because it was completely unnecessary sure but bruce banner is the avatar in this thread i will the helicopter is on fire he airbend claps to put it out i fucking hated that so much hold on it was because then a little bit later his hulk smash you're gonna look me in the eye and tell me that's not earthbending sure this motherfucker, he's got two of four elements down. When the world needed him most, he was hiding in Brazil. He's Or wherever he ends up in the end of the movie, which I don't remember where he ends up. Oh, me either. Oh, he ends up in uh, Canada, I think. No, British Columbia or whatever. Where do you think British Columbia is? Canada. Just checking. Okay. But, like, more specific than Canada. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Okay. But, uh... What was I even going to say? The clap was so fucking stupid. I was so annoyed. That was completely unnecessary. That's OP as all hell. That hasn't been established as a thing. It put out all of the fire, the like all of it. jet fuel. I don't think so. I think it, if it was jet fuel, it probably would have moved the jet fuel and the fire would have gone with it. Yeah. No, I paused the movie and I looked over at Cam and he laughed because I was just very angry. It's like water on a grease fire. You've just, you should have just distributed the fire more, whatever. Which like, in order to stop a fire, you have to cut off the source of oxygen, but it just made the oxygen whoosh really fast. It, it, it also would have just really sent stupid. more oxygen. It's not like he sent only carbon dioxide at it. <sighs> whatever. Um, also, the entire rooftop scene or whatever that was, was the mm-hmm. most aggressively indoor warner brothers set i've ever seen <laughs> nothing in iron man or this movie until that point looked so much like a fucking set until that yeah. final fight on that rooftop or whatever it was with the columns that looked terrible <laughs> that looked so bad dude one of the whenever i look at like behind the scenes like marvel stuff because people will like tweet like little like bts like videos yeah, yeah, like and green stuff screens. and it's just it's just a fucking like green screen all of it and like i'm gonna Sometimes find it, it very- ends up fine Sometimes it ends up fine. This is 2008. It didn't end up it, fine. It didn't end up fine. I don't know. And like the end scene, like at one point, Abomination is just swinging like a thing on a chain in the air. And I thought that was very stupid and yep. not intimidating at all. Yep. Like just go eat somebody. Like <laughs> just fucking vor Hulk. Just vor Betty and I won't care. Actually, that would have been sick. That would have been terrifying. 
eat her leg. God, that would have been so scary and good. It would have been so scary. It would have been and consequences. 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 Give me anything more interesting than this. I don't know. I don't, I feel like I don't have that many like concrete, like specific criticisms of it. It was just a bad movie. It was so, the pacing sucked. The pacing fight scenes sucked. were so long and boring. They tried to play up the romance between Betty and Bruce, these characters who I have not met until right. this movie. But allegedly have this huge, huge background. They have this, this long, huge background, background. And like, they have love for each other. And there's a scene where they're like, out, like out, she gets out of her car and it's raining and it's so dramatic. That scene sucked. It sucked shit, dude. He hid from her for how long? Years. Like, literally was spying on her from the shadows at the Years. university. Years. Spying he on her in gone. the shadows at the restaurant, and then she moved on. She she had enough time to be like, Bruce is gone. He's not coming back. I'll move on and I'll date Phil from Modern Family. Yeah, Phil Dunphy, and then. He sees her, and instead of running, which is what he's been doing, he's like, ah, fuck it. I'll go make out with this chick in the rain. Like, thank you, but what? And it's supposed to be, like, so meaningful, and I don't know their relationship. You haven't shown it to me. Like They had okay chemistry, though. They had, they had decent chemistry, but it's just like the movie really tried to make you feel for these people whose relationship they didn't build up. Like, all I got of their relationship before that was him winking at her in the credit scene. And, like, they yep. do show that little clip later on as he's having, like, a oh, flashback. Oh, I didn't watch the after credits. I just realized. There is no after credits. It's oh, just okay. the little blurb the where Tony thing? Stark walks into a bar and General Ross is sitting there drinking wrote, Mountain Dew. I just wrote, hello, Anthony. Yeah, that was another one. I was like, why? what is he drinking that's why is, green? Why, why is does everything have to be green? <laughs> I don't know. But, okay, he, he also said, uh, oh, fuck, at the very end when he's, like, instead of saying, like, give me another drink, he says, like, what does he say? Shit, you're right. He's, it was weird. It was weird. I don't remember. It was like, give me another. It wasn't give me another. Refresh it. Um, it wasn't anything like that. It wasn't like hit me. It was like charge or some shit like that. It was very weird. Hold Fuck. on. I bet I could pull up just the credits. <laughs> Sorry, Cam. No, I remember that because I was also like, who fu- what? The, what are we doing? It was really strange because it started off. It, it started off black and I was like, oh, this is like uh, end credit end scene. Yeah. Oh, he says reload. Oh, because because he's military. Get it? But it's Get so it? because, fucking dumb. Because military uses guns that need to be reloaded. So it's funny that he he uses that terminology. Like when Elle Wood says, I object on the street. It's the same. It's just <laughs> such good writing. It's so terrible. Except and it was funny when Elle Woods did it because the joke there is that she's stupid. Yeah. And I'm looking at this scene and his, his fucking, he's just drinking the hard Mountain Dew that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> he's drinking some hard Baja he's, Blast. he's wincing as he drinks it like it's scotch or something. It's fucking it's fluorescent green. green. It's disgusting. What's the It's the soda there? from Brazil. Oh my, oh my God. No, the soda was orange. No, it was like, you're colorblind. Oh, fuck, you're right. It's, like, also lime, <laughs> like, very yellowy lime green. God damn it. Okay, um, I assume he's just drinking Midori Sours. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> it's gotta be something like that. But he's also a big military man. You would think it would be, like, a whiskey or a bourbon or something. I don't, maybe it's St. Patrick's Day and they dyed all their whiskey. Maybe. Anyway, reload is a really stupid way to reorder a drink. I can't wait till we're in public and I do that to you. We're gonna do a shot. I'm gonna be like, you wanna reload? And you're going to you're going to nod, but you are going to walk away from the table in disgust. I, I just I take refuge <laughs> in the fact that your ADHD ass is going to like forget that joke. Yeah. in 20 minutes. 
Uh, well, good for me. I get to forget this movie in 20 minutes, too. No, God. I loved a lot of the details comparing and contrasting Hulk and Iron Man. I thought they were really interesting. I liked Hulk and Bruce Banner being different people. Mm-hmm. I liked they both have daddy issues. Um, in other, this is not in the MCU, in other Hulk iterations, there are a lot of daddy issues with mm. Bruce Banner. And then we have it with Liv here anyway, and we yeah. don't see his parents throughout, so you can kind of assume something bad's going on there. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. So I liked a lot of those similarities, and I liked, I don't know, it, they're very interesting characters because they're both brilliant scientists, and I know I said that Rhodey had to be an arrogant asshole to get along with Stark, but... Yeah. I'm guessing Mark Ruffalo and his kissable lips, his little pouty <laughs> lips, are going to be really good, like, science bros with Anthony Stark. I hope so. And just, like, tolerate and just, like, roll his eyes. Like, yeah. like let it, like, water off a duck's ass, you know? <laughs> I, I think they'll be cute together. And I like that we started with these two. I, I don't know. I hate, I hate that the plot was the same. That is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same movie. And I understand the source material that they're working with like, they can't stray too far from it, and, like, they have to stay true to the material to a certain extent. There's just so many iterations of both of these. Yeah. You could have picked any. You could, you could have, have come up with your, with an entirely different backstory. Like, I think they do that sometimes, where, like, you are allowed mm-hmm. to take liberties with a character when you're making I think all three Spider-Mans it. have different they're backgrounds. All, yeah, they're all slightly different, and, like, I don't know. If I get another <sighs> Spider-Man origin story in my lifetime, I'm setting myself on fire. There's too many Spider-Men. And I don't know why. I don't know what the reasoning is. And I don't want anybody to explain it to me. I just think it's dumb. I know why. I'm going to explain it to you. I don't give a shit. It's because it has all the factors that people love in stories. For the target demo of a Mm. comic book movie, it has a coming-of-age story. The protagonist is this nerdy little nobody who gets chosen. Except Andrew Garfield's fucking hot as all hell. Like, You're going to tell me that Tom Holland isn't hot as all hell? Tom Holland has baby face, and he looks like he could be my son. You're he, right. He is my age, but he looks like he could be my son. You're right. I'm sorry. I was briefly blinded by the Dancing in the Rain video. No, that's great. <laughs> Did you just do a spit take? I, I choked a little bit. You are right. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about this stupid movie. Me either. I'm so glad it's over. Great. Uh, I'm hey. mad that... I'm assuming Liv Tyler never comes back, though, which is annoying. I... Yeah, I didn't see any credits we for get, her in other movies. Because Pepper Potts is in the, like, group movies, too. Mm-hmm. And I think Natalie... Do you want... I know Natalie Portman and Kat Dennings are in Thor. Okay, yeah. So Natalie Portman's in Thor, and I don't know if she comes back. I think... I don't remember. I know I Kat see, Dennings... I follow-ups. Kat Dennings gets to be in more, more stuff than just, mm-hmm. like, the solo movies. Yeah. So why not... Why not give me Liv, Ty- Liv Tyler? I think and Liv also- Tyler was like, I'm good. <laughs> and also, I think it would be really fun and cheeky if they let Edward Norton be in a movie again. But apparently, I he agree. does not He does not fuck with Marvel anymore. Okay. Was it a bad experience or does he not want to be known only as? Cam told me it was because it was a bad experience. And he does mostly directing now. So I think he okay. just wanted out. That's which, fine. fine. Like, get, a cameo get what would you be gotta cute. do. Like, yeah, it would be it would be cheeky. It would be a little bit like fu- like the Lou Ferrigno thing. Yeah, that was good. It was good. I like that. I don't know. Uh, well, anyways, uh, Aaron, what did you think? If Jack Nicholson, if Jack Nicholson were in the Hulk, and Bruce Banner was played by 
Adam Sandler, then we could have called this movie Anger Management. I would like to tell you that I have a lot of sexual attention nominees. I don't. It's just Liv Taylor. Shit. It's just Liv Tyler in the audience. She does wear a very sexy nighty in the yeah. scene where she's sleeping in her own bed. I thought that was a bra. It might just be a bra. It looked like it was. It looked like it was like extended. I don't know. They didn't show me enough. Of it might it. have been sheer. Yeah. Um, I had no fake sponsors. Oh yes, I did. They weren't good though. This podcast is brought to you by the American Air Force. Nothing. This this podcast is brought to you by very bad mustaches. There's this only po- one. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you one. by the air cannons in the military college scene that gave you Havana syndrome. <laughs> Oh, that's good. This movie is brought to you by uh, Tim Roth. I wonder if he's in defeat. Why? Because he's in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, I didn't think that guilty much by association. <laughs> Foot fetish by association. It's not, aren't they contagious? Fetishes? Is that not how they work? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I think, I'm, I think I'm good. I'm good. I think we got it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, next week, we're going to be doing Iron Man 2, which came out in May 2010. And that one actually is on Disney+, Plus, so it should be a lot easier to access. And you won't have to spend $4 on it like I did. Yeah, dumb. Thanks for listening to the MCU ThoughtCast. Our editing was done by Cam Koenig. Our show art was made by Aaron Moeller. Our theme song, Crash, was made by Cavity Crew. Special thanks to Some Good Shows for having us on the network. Please check out their other podcasts, such as The Video Game Robot Show, The Big Three, and more. Everyone involved in the making of this show can be found on Twitter, and their tags are in our podcast description. We'll see you next episode.